Hello, this is the day the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad. Today is the 23rd of October, day 296 out of the year, and we're reading from Acts chapter 10, verse 1 to 23. Let's begin with a reading from the Bible. Cornelius calls for Peter. In Zezera there lived a Roman army officer named Cornelius, who was a captain of the Italian regiment. He was a devout, God-fearing man, as was everyone in his household. He gave generously to the poor and prayed regularly to God. One afternoon, about three o'clock, he had a vision in which he saw an angel of God coming toward him. Cornelius, the angel said. Cornelius stared at him in terror. What is it, sir? he asked the angel. And the angel replied, Your prayers and gifts to the poor have been received by God as an offering. Now send some men to Joppa and summon a man named Simon Peter. He is staying with Simon, a tanner who lives near the seashore. As soon as the angel was gone, Cornelius called two of his household servants and a devout soldier, one of his personal attendants. He told them what had happened and sent them off to Joppa. Peter visits Cornelius. The next day, as Cornelius's messengers were nearing the town, Peter went up on the flat roof to pray. It was about noon and he was hungry. But while a meal was being prepared, he fell into a trance. He saw the sky opened and something like a large sheet was let down by its four corners. In the sheet were all sorts of animals, reptiles and birds. Then a voice said to him, Get up, Peter, kill and eat them. No, Lord, Peter declared, I have never eaten anything that our Jewish laws have declared impure and unclean. But the voice spoke again, Do not call something unclean if God has made it clean. The same vision was repeated three times. Then the sheet was suddenly pulled up to heaven. Peter was very perplexed. What could the vision mean? Just then the men sent by Cornelius found Simon's house. Standing outside the gate, they asked if a man named Simon Peter was staying there. Meanwhile, as Peter was puzzling over the vision, the Holy Spirit said to him, Three men have came looking for you. Get up. Go downstairs and go with them without hesitation. Don't worry, for I have sent them. So Peter went down and said, I'm the man you are looking for. Why have you come? They said, we were sent by Cornelius, a Roman officer. He is a devout and God-fearing man, well respected by all the Jews. A holy angel instructed him to summon you to his house so that he can hear your message. So Peter invited the men to stay for the night. The next day he went with them, accompanied by some of the brothers from Joppa. This is the word of the Lord. Here ends the first reading. Now let's turn to the New Living Translation. This Caesarea, sometimes called Palestinian Caesarea, was located on the coast of the Mediterranean Sea. 32 miles north of Joppa, the largest and most important port city on the Mediterranean in Palestine. Caesarea served as the capital of the Roman province of Judea.
This was the first city to have Gentile Christians and a non-Jewish church. This Roman officer was a centurion, a commander of a hundred soldiers. Although stationed in Caesarea, Cornelius would probably return soon to Rome. Thus, his conversion was a major stepping stone for spreading the good news to the empire's capital city. What will happen to the Hethen, who have never heard about Christ? This question is often asked about God's justice. Cornelius wasn't a believer in Christ, but he was seeking God and was reverent and generous. Therefore, God sent Peter to tell Cornelius about Christ. This shows that God rewards those who sincerely seek him. Cornelius's story demonstrates God's willingness to use extraordinary means to reach those who desire to know him. Those who sincerely seek God will find him. God made Cornelius's knowledge complete. Cornelius had a vision featuring a heavenly messenger. God spoke to other Bible characters through a variety of means. The burning bush of Moses, the talking donkey of Balaam, the gentle whisper heard by Elijah, the strange object lessons of Jeremiah. Simply put, God speaks to his people in remarkably different ways. Through the written scriptures, through the words of God, through circumstances and events, it is up to us to listen, to be perceptive, to be alert. What is God trying to say to you today? According to Jewish law, certain foods were forbidden to be eaten. The food laws made it difficult for Jews to eat with Gentiles without risking defilement. In fact, the Gentiles themselves were often seen as unclean. Peter's vision meant that he should not look upon the Gentiles as inferior people whom God would not redeem. Before having the vision, Peter would have thought that a Gentile Roman officer could not become a follower of Christ. Afterward, he understood that it was his responsibility to go with the messengers into a Gentile home and tell Cornelius the good news of salvation in Jesus Christ. Steeped in Jewish tradition and filled with certain biases, Peter was convinced his views on the Gentiles were correct. It took a three-part heavenly vision for God to change. Peter's mind. One of the most basic and practical lessons from this encounter is that when God speaks, we must not challenge what he says. Doubting God is the rebellion of Eden. When God says something is so, we must not debate with him. The right response is humble submission to his revealed truth. Are you trying to argue with God over some point that he has already made clear? Cornelius was religious, devoted, generous, respected and sincere. However, he was still spiritually separated from God. Because he needed to understand the gospel, God sent Peter to present to him the truth about salvation. Be careful not to equate earnestness with righteousness before God. We are brought into right standing with God by faith in Christ alone. Have you trusted in Jesus? Are you sharing with others, even those who seem religious, the truth that Christ is the only way to God? Here ends the second reading. Let us pray. Lord, this day we praise you for 
your all-knowing nature, for loving us no matter what, for taking us into areas of our lives and ourselves that we never knew existed and we never knew were possible. Lord, this day, help us to be perceptive, to be alert and to listen to what you are trying to tell us. Lord, we know that you speak through other people in remarkable ways. Lord, you speak through the scriptures and the words of others. Lord, this day, let our ear go to the ground and understand exactly what it is to love ourselves and to love another. Lord, help us. We cast our cares to you. In all of our thoughts, words and deeds, Lord, help us to be a better person today. Help us to grow in understanding, to love a little deeper, to care a little more and to rest in the deep understanding that you will provide. You've never let us down, Lord. Lord, this day, help us develop and cultivate perception. Sharpen our discernment and our judgment in every situation. In the name of the Father, the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen.